0: Welcome to Open Source News Live. I'm your host. My name is James, aka BCP. Hope you had a great weekend. I realize that uh, it's the second day of January. Some folks still have it off and some are going back to work. Big hug to all of y'all. Please like, share, and subscribe. Boy, has it been tough uh, for Brazilians. Very, very sad day today for many of us as Luis Inacio Lula da Silva The Crook and Marxist was inaugurated as a president of Brazil. Uh, That happened uh, yesterday uh, afternoon. uh, Their time, 3.05 p.m. local time yesterday. And uh, today is just kind of like another one down the, uh, the pike. We have the United States has become a Marxist. We know how that happened because of what happened in 2020. I can't say any more than that. But if you want true reporting on that, then make sure you head over to our other show, bcp unfiltered just go over to the real bcp.com uh we saw what happened in arizona a few weeks ago uh and we uh see what's happening worldwide and brazil is the second one to succumb uh now over there with daniel ortega uh the crook in nicaragua Uh, i'm not a very uh i'm not a very i'm not not a guy who likes to i'm not a teary guy i'm not a guy who cries i'm just not that type of emotional guy i'm more of a positive emotional guy uh, but i can tell you one of the times that uh that that i really 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 was saddened to the point of tears was when daniel ortega uh went back got back into power in nicaragua i lived in nicaragua for several years i had a business in el salvador i love central america um have done business and lived in mexico as well i've lived in latin america if you are new around here i'm half black half puerto rican uh grew up mostly with latino culture uh because of my mother being puerto rican And so it was just a very sad day. And I feel the same way with Brazil. Um, And let's not forget, Brazil is very powerful. They are the largest country in South uh, America. And to see this happening is just really uh, depressing. Um, A crook and a communist. Uh, At least those who were around uh, Kissimmee, Florida uh, yesterday got to see Bolsonaro. He is staying at the home of Brazilian UFC fighter, Jose Aldo in, in Kissimmee, uh, Florida, with his wife and daughter. Uh, it was reported that he uh, may have been or was on his way to, because he was in Florida, uh, to Mar-a-Lago. But he uh, was walking around the streets, and people were happy to see him taking pictures. He was uh, out there with his uh, wife, Michelle, and his daughter, Laura, and people were excited to see them. Uh, over in Brazil, people were disappointed when Vice President Hamilton uh, Morau Uh, On Saturday evening, uh, he failed to even mention President Bolsonaro in an eight-minute speech where he talked about, we work and we deliver a balanced country to the next government. Uh, So uh, wholesale, wholesale, uh, goodbye to Latin America. Uh, So much for the Monroe Doctrine. Not that I'm an interventionist, but I'm just saying it it obviously doesn't exist because we got Daniel Ortega in Nicaragua. Uh, Obviously, we got what's going on in Chile with Gabriel uh, Boric. We've got uh, Gustavo Petro in Colombia. Uh, Alberto Fernandez from Argentina all attended this inauguration. Uh, uh, interestingly enough, uh, Venezuela's uh, could, not, uh, get, um, could not get could uh, not get their president over there because of security reasons. Uh, there are people still protesting and a man um, came into uh, or was stopped uh, carrying explosives and a knife. He attempted to, to enter the inauguration. Uh, that was according to, to, to Sky News. So, uh, seeing that uh, you know uh, what's going on, it's probably best that Maduro, uh, Maduro from Venezuela, uh, stayed put. Uh, you know, you can't uh, can't. Uh, these people are so well loved that uh, that their life is always in danger. That tend uh, uh, tends to happen to tyrants. Now, by the way, Bolsonaro is legally <laughs> in Florida. Uh, but this is very interesting, uh, since we're talking about these countries. Uh, last week, uh, we're finding out that U.S. Immigration and Customs uh, Enforcement, ICE, removed Giovanni Dante Gamara Puertas, okay, from this country and deported him back to Peru. Now, you probably don't know who, who that is, but he's the 63-year-old founding member of Peru's Los Destructores criminal gang. The guy is a total cartel mafiosa guy. And he was here. ICE took uh, Gamara Puertas into custody after U.S. Border Patrol agents stopped him at the border near Calexico, California. That happened uh, about six months ago. Of course, things take a while, but uh, Puertas was attempting to avoid an arrest warrant in his home country and trying to evade prosecution by sneaking into the U.S. These are the types of people that are coming in to our porous border. Meanwhile, we have a large number of illegal immigrants with activists who marched from the Sacred Heart Church in Segundo Barrio, Texas uh, to the El Paso County Courthouse. This happened uh, uh, in Texas and uh th- this is very very interesting. This happened yesterday by the way. They 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 two of them set up a crucifix kind of like uh, uh you know like a, a Jesus crucifix Roman crucifix and they put themselves up there and they had Title 42 above their heads. So two men gathered the protest and they they they, they crucified themselves with the heading title 42 above their heads now of course title 42 was uh, it, a lot of people don't know this this actually dates back to world war ii and it's made it's, it's made it's made to maintain public health and safety in the country so one reprieve we have uh, as we know is the uh, the courts uh the supreme court has uh gone and kept title 42 in place until they can uh hear its merits which won't be until I read one report said April, another one said June. So we have another four to six months, at least from help from Title 42, because every report I've read from both leftist and right um, numbers project that Title 42 would double the already huge amount of illegal immigrants coming across the country. Uh, Of course, President Trump uh, used Title 42 when he was president to stop mass immigration into the uh, United States in order to preserve uh, public health now what's funny is that the um we'll get to that in a second when we get to kamala harris but before we get there i just want you to know that there's an incoming congress democratic uh congresswoman she's married to a daca dreamer she is a newly elected politician delia ramirez she is from illinois she's a she's 39 she is a u.s citizen for her new husband boris hernandez uh who she met during the uh pandemic in 2020 and recently married uh he entered the country illegally when he was 14 years old so he's a he's a DACA dreamer and um she is fighting oh not for American citizens not for uh, Illinois constituents she is fighting for DACA and and dreamers now look I don't want to get into the whole DACA dreamer thing um, really, if our if our immigration system were fixed and we were able to have the border and not have a porous border, I think a lot of people would be under, okay, these people came when they were children. They had no say in the matter. They've grown up in the United States. They know the United States. They have no roots uh, to Latin America. I think a lot of Republicans and conservatives would be, okay, let's fix their situation. But we can't fix their situation because we have a bor- porous border and more people will come in. It's the same Catch 22 that uh, burned, and yes, this was a burn for the second greatest president of my lifetime, Ronald Wilson Reagan, because he gave amnesty uh, and uh, believed the establishment, both the Republicans and the Democrats, who said, yes, we're going to enforce the border, and they didn't. So you can't fix DACA because what happens is you just end up be, uh, bringing, allowing more to come in. Not that you can really have any much more to come in, at least not until Title 42 is lifted. Now, I think it's very interesting. She goes, this is very personal for me. I'm I'm going back to uh, this uh, new congresswoman who will be sworn in tomorrow, Delia Ramirez. This is very important to me. It is time. It is time that we deliver on the promise that we have made to our dreamers. I'm the wife of a DACA recipient. I am the daughter of Guatemalan working immigrants. I know firsthand the challenges and constant fear our families live in every single day we have to end this. Fear of what? There's no repercussions for coming in the country illegally. As a matter of fact, to get housing, insurance, uh, and schooling for your children absolute malarkey absolute bs to say that people living in fear they're living in fear if they're criminals perhaps as they should be and this is where the 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 illegal immigration this is where the black lives matter have people have lost a uh, support yeah people don't want racism yes they, they they want fairness but when you start when these people are so hard left that they want to protect criminals that hurt their own communities, they lose a lot of otherwise would-be supporters. That's what extremism looks like. Now let's get to our border star. Kamala, not really black, uh, uh, Harris. Um, She is the vice president to the former vice president who was installed uh, back in January 20th of 2021. And even she's a border saw that's never been to the border. And these people want to end Title 42 so that more people can come into the country because you know we don't need Title 42 because the pandemic is over. That is the official stance of the Obiden Harris administration and why they want Title 42 to end. Meanwhile, Camilla Harris is demanding that everyone who wants to take a photo with her at tomorrow's swearing-in ceremony for the new Congress must have proof of a negative test within 24 hours. The United States Senate Sergeant-at-Arms Protocol Office emailed all Senate offices on Thursday to inform them of Kamala's uh, office policy of requiring tests before photo ops with her. First of all, who the hell wants to have a photo op with Kamala Harris? I feel like if I am in her presence, I am going to get a sexually transmitted disease or hepatitis or something else nasty that I would not want. I live a chaste life for a reason. I don't want to have, well, besides the fact that I'm a follower of Jesus Christ and believe that uh, moral codes are for both men and women and are not outdated. I also don't want to get nasty sicknesses. And I'm sure I'm being ridiculous But just the thought of being anywhere within 20 feet in the same building, in the same room, definitely, as Kamala Harris, gives me the absolute heebie-jeebies. I am not into uh, these type of women. Yet, she is worried about the virus. The virus that supposedly is gone and therefore Title 42 should be lifted. There is no cognitive dissonance in the brains of these people, folks, because they are pure evil. They are power hungry and they have no morals and standards. Regular people, most moral people would maybe have some sort of cognitive dissonance. Well, Title 42 should go away because we don't have the pandemic anymore. But I'm still wearing a mask and, and, and people should be tested before they're in the presence of the vice president. But you'd have to have morals and some sort of compass and some sort of principles besides power and your way or the highway to have cognitive dissonance the vice president's office has requested that we send their standard protocol information to offices participating in the reenactment opportunity in the old senate chamber please see their suggested process below we look forward to welcoming all senators and their families for the reenactment opportunity on january 3rd so they do the actual swearing in in the morning and then they do a reenactment for photo ops uh interesting Uh, Lauren Boebert uh, tweeted out today. It's the year 2023. 15 days to slow the spread began 1,024 days ago. Why are we still doing this? All right. uh, Interesting things uh, stated by President Trump. And then it seems like immediately uh, it, 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 uh, it, it uh, it, it came to pass or was confirmed or I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into this more. You tell me. Here are the recent polls of which Fox News is bragging about. The second quarter of, of uh, the year for last saw viewers ditch CNN and MSNBC in droves, exp- as experts wonder if the liberal networks can recover from a serious credibility problem. Now, of course, MSNBC, CNN um, were not doing great, but they were they were holding up. Uh, during the Trump years because it was all about TDS. Trump, 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 Russia, Russia, Russia. We hate Trump. We hate Trump. We hate Trump. And people who didn't really like CNN and MSNBC knew they had a home for their TDS, so they would uh, check in. Well, we know what happened at the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, uh, which resulted in the unlikely event that a man who was campaigning from his basement got 81 million votes. Okay, so or 82 million votes, whatever we're told he got. And now President Trump is no longer in office. Uh, Now that Trump is no longer present, they they have tried to keep up the mania, but it's hard. The audience has disappeared because it never was loyal to CNN and MSNBC MSNBC hosts. It was loyal to Trump hatred. Now, MSNBC averaged only 847,000 viewers during the second quarter and CNN, 654,000. Now, I'm guessing this is during prime time. To put this in perspective, to put this in perspective, folks, this channel here on YouTube, which uh, I looked at the numbers, we're artificially capped. I mean, literally, uh, I, I track the trends and we hit a certain number and then we we go down. We can't go above that number. It's artificial. I'm an economist. I track numbers and data. I compare myself to other conservatives, even other conservatives that have kind of copied my, my name a little bit. And how they're growing at these uh, these rates. Everyone's growing at rates. Uh, but I've pissed off the people, the powers that be. They know who I really am. They know my real name. They know uh, James's background. And they know that, uh, that if and when it, it comes out, um, my full, um, what I've accomplished in life, and if I ever were to ever decide to go into politics, and I would never go into politics because it's a nasty business, that I would definitely be a force to be reckoned with. And they really want to, si- si- they, they want me around, but they want to limit my influence. So putting that in perspective, that I am artificially shadow banned, capped, uh, views lowered, uh, it, uh, I'm, right now we're bleeding subscribers. Doesn't make any sense, but we're bleeding subscribers right now. They're taking away subscribers. Make sure you're still subscribed. On average, this little channel brings in daily about a quarter of what uh, CNN, more or less, is doing during prime time. That's right. This little channel on YouTube, James, a.k.a. Black Assertive Patriot, who is highly shadow banned and, and views suppressed on this platform, is still doing roughly... 20 to 25 percent of what CNN as household name is doing during prime time. BCP versus CNN. That just tells you how much in the tank they are. Now, here is where we want to get with President Trump, who recently truthed out Wow. So while Trump hating CNN and MSNBC, MSDNC ratings are both at record lows, numbers show that they numbers that they have never seen before, they're toast. Fox News ratings are also way down because they never say Trump or truth, never talk about blank, 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 and is a fake polling network. Our giant MAGA base, much bigger than anyone knows, does not like watching Fox play their games. Their ratings will continue to sink, make America great again. So President Trump Saying that they never talk about Trump or Truth. Truth Social looks like he's talking about specifically, or but also truth in general. And uh people do not like watching Fox play their games. Well, almost immediately, Fox played one of their games. Okay. Fox host Lawrence Jones, one of the black conservatives on Fox News, had on one of the never McCarthy folks. Representative Matt Rosendale, a Republican out of uh, Montana. He joined uh, Lawrence on Fox and Friends over the weekend. Let me play you the audio of this exchange.
1: You, but you said you- To speak with us. Good Representative Representative, now... I'm sorry, I got limited time with you. You, But you said you presented him all these different proposals, but you only have another alternative, which is Hakeem Jeffries. And-
0: okay, they're talking about um, Lawrence uh, Jones here is um, going after and embarrassing himself, going after Representative um, Rosendale because he doesn't back McCarthy. So, you know, Fox News, which has uh, on their board, Paul Ryan, giving instructions that we're all in the bag, we're all in for mccarthy you know that they're just it's, it's just let's say that controlled opposition comes to mind so here is here is lawrence jones making a case that if you don't go for mccarthy you're going to get hakeem jeffries really L- listen to this exchange and rosendale doesn't fall for it doesn't fall for the bs and pushes back Presented him all
1: these different proposals, but you only have another alternative, which is Hakeem Jeffries. And judging by the issues, judging by the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
0: That's just blatantly false, Lawrence. But Lawrence Jones, embarrassing himself, making a total ass out of himself, wants to argue with Rosendale, who, by the way, is actually in DC, Lawrence.
1: Congressman, judging by the issues that you list on your campaign website, do you believe
0: Hakeem Jeffries would be able to- Then he doubles down on Hakeem Jeffries being the Speaker of the House. Hakeem Jeffries being a loser leftist who is a minority leader uh, of the new minority Congress uh, in the House of Representatives. ...to support that agenda. Lawrence, you're pushing a false premise. First of all- You're pushing a false premise. Thank you, Rosendale. Thank you, Rosendale.
2: Hakeem Jeffries is never going to be Speaker of the House. Which
0: six Republicans are going to go over and vote for Hakeem Jeffries, okay? (laughs) Yeah, so Hakeem Jeffries is going to be the guy because you're going to have Republicans go and back Hakeem Jeffries. That's not going to happen. Even as crazy as the U.S. uh, things are in the U.S. capital of D.C. with the Uniparty. Hakeem Jeffries is not even popular among Democrats. They're not going to get Republicans to make him Speaker of the House.
2: It's just not going to happen. You're falling into a big trap.
0: You're falling into a big trap. And, and Lawrence, I-, I wish I could play this video for you so you could see this, how, how, how confrontive and combative Lawrence Jones is. He's making a total ass out of himself.
2: Any other highly qualified individuals that are starting to have conversations with uh, many of us about... Being able to see the speaker's position now,
0: Rosendale saying, "There's other people you're not seeing them, but I'm in DC. There's other people beside Hakeem Jeffries and McCarthy that are seeking this."
2: With uh, many of us about being able to see the speaker's position now that they see that they're not going to have to fear the they don't have the votes so. of Kevin McCarthy.
0: They don't have the votes of so. Lawrence Jones. You dumbass. You you know more about what's going on in D.C. than a sitting member of member of Congress who is dealing with this. Wow. The shilling at Fox News is so obvious. President Trump says it. They're not MAGA. They uh, uh, President Trump says. uh, People do not like watching Fox play their games. And here is Lawrence Jones playing these Fox games.
1: They don't have the votes, though, sir. You guys had a conference vote, and he got an overwhelming majority of your colleagues. Kevin doesn't have
2: 218 votes, Lawrence. He didn't have 210 votes. He didn't have 200 votes. He didn't have 190 votes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Lawrence Jones, eat crow. He has overwhelming. He didn't. He's like, you need 218 votes. He didn't have 218 votes. He didn't have 210. didn't have 200. didn't have 190. Oh, but he goes into detail. Since uh, Lawrence Jones wants to shill for the McCarthy Uniparty, Rosendale breaks it down.
2: Kevin doesn't have the votes. So while you uh, and the media continue to focus on the five of us that have been very public about our positions, there are many more. There's, there's another seven people that put out a letter saying that they weren't going to support Kevin.
0: There was a now. I'm not sure to you, but uh, Lawrence Jones is like looking off camera at something. I don't know if it's director or his producer or whatever. Uh, but he's getting his uh, he's getting his ars handed to him uh, by facts. Now, of course, the five GOP holdouts that have been very vocal are Representative uh, Andy Biggs, Republican out of Arizona; uh, Matt Gates of Florida; uh, Norman uh, from South Carolina; uh, Good, uh, I believe is it Bob Good from uh, Virginia, and then obviously uh, who we're talking about here, Matt Rosendale of Montana.
2: Another freshman that came out by herself. Well, I don't do respect. Sir. A-
0: another freshman who came out by herself. So he says, We've been five vocal. There's another seven that have sent a letter, and a new freshman who has been vocal about this. Oh, do you want to know who that freshman is? It's uh incoming House Republican Anna Paulina Luna. And this is what happened to her, folks. It's not just Fox News. we will get back to Rosendale and Lawrence Jones in a second, but I want to play this to you because. He again, let me play this little pass, uh, Rosendale. It's not just these five vocal people.
2: There's there's another seven people that put out a letter saying that they worked in the support cabin. There was another freshman that came out by herself. I we don't do respect.
0: So that freshman, let's see what she said. She was with um the other day, she was with Steve Bannon on the War Room. And she talked about how the swamp, the Republican swamp, is threatening her for not being on McCarthy. There is a civil war going on in the GOP House, a much needed one. We don't want more of the same uniparty. party. We want actual conservatism from the House leadership. For on the McCarthy speaker situation, RNC situation, for your concession, what kind of blowback are you getting from the cartel? Uh, Love Steve Bannon. Love Steve Bannon. He knows what's going on. What kind of blowback are you getting from the cartel? He's talking about the GOP swamp. McCarthy McConnell cartel.
3: Um, I got a very um, inappropriate phone call on Thursday where basically another member, uh, this was a couple weeks ago actually, another member had called me basically to whip votes for the speaker's race and ultimately ended up threatening me.
0: Incoming House Republican Anna Paulina Luna says here that she was threatened by another Republican House person who was calling her whipping up votes for McCarthy because she's not for McCarthy. She's not even sworn in yet.
3: And I let that female member know that I wasn't going to basically be threatened. Um, I don't think that I need to put that person's name out there because I think that they are probably embarrassed at doing that. But the fact is, is that that's not uncommon I think to have happen. And
0: already she's, she's smart cookie coming in. Another member was inappropriate with her and was threatening her because she isn't supporting Kevin McCarthy, but she's aware that this is how the swamp operates. Bravo, Anna Paulina uh, Luna.
3: Is that, that's not uncommon, I think, to have happen, and-
0: By the way, from Matt Gaetz's home state of Florida.
3: Ultimately, I'm not going to be bullied. Um, If you are going to negotiate in good faith, negotiate in good faith, but don't resort to threatening people.
0: This is coming from Republicans. Telling you folks, we got a clean house. What's the point? I mean, I'm a little bit more optimistic. Let me tell you about what I think is going to happen. By the way, please like share and subscribe to this channel and also check out our other sister channel, the BCP report link, uh, the links are down below. And also I'll go check out therealbcp.com where uh, you can join our for free and check out what we're doing over there over on BCP unfiltered Um, through most of today. You'll be able to see everything that we've done the last month, exclusive and non-exclusive content for free, you want to pay anything, go over to therealbcp.com, check it out. If you like what we're doing there, uh, support us. Uh, sometime later today, tomorrow, we will go uh, back and, and and we always have uh, freely available and exclusive content. So please check us out at least every other day, what we're doing over at therealbcp.com.
3: And ultimately, I think at the end of the day, we're talking about one of the greatest superpowers the world has ever known, that's the United States of America. So to think that these people aren't, aren't coming to uh, you know be nice, I mean, I'm expecting that they're going to probably be angry and, and probably act a certain type of way. But again, I mean, as you guys know, I'm doing this not because I, I want to go hang out in DC, I'm doing it because it needs to be done right now. And so I really do have some incredible colleagues. I mean, I have the utmost respect for Representative Jim Jordan,
0: Jim Jordan, that name comes up a lot. Jim Jordan for speaker, we'll get into that. This is a full analysis, folks. We're probably going to go another five or 10 minutes. If we need to bail out, thanks for being here. Child goodbye, God bless. But we're going to break down. Jim Jordan as Speaker of the House. Matt Gates as de facto Speaker of the House.
3: There's some great incoming freshmen that I'm friends with. Andy Ogles, Eli Crane. I mean, um, I have respect for both Representative Warren Boebert and representative marjorie taylor green and i do hope that the right thing is done on january 3rd but again i will not be voting for anyone that does not embrace that motion to vacate the chair and i don't care who it is
0: all right so strong incoming anna paulina luna let's go back to rosendale fighting with fox news president trump said uh no one wants to watch fox play their games he's right here's fox playing games
1: Sir, I'm not focused on the rest that of that the issues. media. I'm, right. was, I'm focusing on what you listed to your voters that you wanted to accomplish. And right now, there's only one name that is on that ballot right now that could accomplish that.
0: Dude, fi- only McCarthy can accomplish what conservatives want. What a pile, a honking pile of smelly bull honky. What BS.
1: Your caucus did something behind closed doors. They selected a candidate. And it seems like U5 are the only ones holding up the agenda of
0: the. U5 are the only ones. Even though Rosendale just said there's seven who sent a letter, even though we know about incoming uh, freshmen, Anna Paulina Luna, three times Lawrence Jones keeps saying only U5. Can you say script? Can you say controlled? I mean, literally, Lawrence Jones. Three times to say, just you five, just you five. Even though Rosendale said it's not just us five, he doesn't have 218 votes. Do the math, Lawrence. Do the math, Paul Ryan. Do the math, Fox News. McCarthy does not have the support. Now he has the support of President Trump, but guess what, folks? I we are on the Trump train. That's one of the reasons why I'm capped. I haven't gone like other uh, Republicans. Courting. Oh, maybe DeSantis. DeSantis hasn't even thrown his name in the damn hat. Talk about shilling for someone that hasn't even said they're going to run in 2024. This is why this channel is suppressed. We are we are Trump trained. We are MAGA. We are America first. But they don't want that. They want vanilla uniparty republicanism. That's what Fox News stands for. President Trump is right. Lawrence Jones, three times, three times. But 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 there's only five of you. uh, Two eighteen minus five would be this. Then Kevin McCarthy should have got two hundred thirteen votes. He didn't even get one ninety. Lawrence Jones, stop making an ass out of yourself. It's more than five. It's more than five.
1: Republican party. So do you, just like, do you feel like? Do you feel like? That's just a false premise,
0: here. and Lawrence Jones just talks over him. Like like the TDS guy, he probably is. I'm sure Fox News besides um maybe tucker carlson who's not like super mega he's uh, we like tucker carlson he's entertaining uh and and he, he does as much as he, uh, a fox allows him to match. see tucker carlson's got kind of a guy that could say screw you fox go start a new uh network or start with a new network or do something else and be massively more expensive uh, more powerful and probably even richer than if he stayed at fox and then fox would just totally i mean who really watches fox now except for tucker and who knows how MAGA Tucker is or isn't. He, we, we can't know that because they still, it's like me on this platform. I give you 93% of what I can. The other 7%, you got to go over to the real bcp.com or BCP Extras or Spotify to hear and see. So I understand Tucker staying at Fox and, and playing that game. But if you take Tucker outside of Fox, it would just implode on itself. They'd have vanilla Republicans But the Republicans are pretty still hardcore MAGA right now. And they will be, rightfully so. President Trump is proven. Everyone else is just freaking talk. This is why we're on the Trump train. Trump is proven. Everyone else is a blowhard and just freaking talk. DeSantis, great governor. We don't know what he would do in the swamp of D.C. We know that he wasn't very powerful against the swamp of D.C. Previously, doing great as governor. Maybe it would be different if you were president, but he's not running, and Trump is. Trump is proven, I'm going behind the proven winner. And it's asinine not to take that position if you're a true Republican and conservative. President Trump perfect? Absolutely not. But think of all the things he accomplished, even with all of the animus and all of the opposition that he received during his four years as president
1: did something behind closed doors they selected a candidate and it seems like you five are the only ones holding up the agenda of the Republican Party so do you feel like do you feel like you're
2: doing a disservice to your voters right now sir no I do not and that's a false premise that you continue to try and support Lawrence there's more than five people and you will see that as we go into the election on January the 3rd there was 36 people that voted against Kevin McCarthy
0: 36 Lawrence Jones is more than five. Oh, I'm sorry. R- math is racist.
2: On uh, the conference vote. There was another 50, uh, over 50, that actually voted against earmarks while he said silently and would not yeah. oppose them. So well, the sir, Republicans we can, now... Well, sir, we can only go with the names that have put
1: their name on the record. The other ones have said that they will vote for the speaker. We look forward to seeing how this plays in Congress.
0: Yeah, when, uh, when, when you are uh demolished you end the conversation especially when you're on fox news and you have a hard break coming up and folks it's not just it's not I just lawrence 20. jones i don't understand people's fascination with new gingrich i really don't the guy is a scum bucket he's a scuzzy i mean seriously uh gallivanting with other women while your wife is dying of cancer or sick i can't remember what the exact situation is but this is a low-life bastard okay you don't you don't frolic with other women While your wife is dying or very sick. Uh, That's just my opinion. I don't know. I'm just a happily married man. And heaven forbid anything happens to my wife. I'm going to be by her side to the very end. So, you know, I have a very low opinion of, of Newt Gingrich. I like a lot of things he says, but he's just another establishment blowhard. And here he is once again on Fox News shilling for Kevin McCarthy. We are not on the Kevin McCarthy train here. Now, he said some good stuff, but we're going to end this report here very shortly. This uh, live here. I'm going, uh, this is lengthy, folks. This is lengthy. Um, but this has to, we have to have this conversation because the vote is tomorrow. Here is Newt Gingrich shilling for McCarthy.
1: Seats in 22. He was the singularly most active, best fundraiser, biggest campaigner. I thought at least the house was going to be a sign of stability. And these five guys decided to go out as kamikazes.
0: These five guys decide to go out as, as kamikazes. Same damn script. Make everyone think it's about these five people. Gates, Rosendale, Good, Biggs. Absolutely ridiculous.
1: And these five guys decided to go out as kamikazes. Uh, and see if they can't sink the whole Republican Party. And that's what they're doing. This is not about Kevin McCarthy. This is about the right of any five members to basically throw away the entire rest of the conference. And tell the rest of the conference it doesn't matter. Why would they, it why would they do that? Do that. Them and the conference.
0: Because Biggs, Gates, Norman, Rosendale, and Good, and you, and me. And everyone else knows that McCarthy is a freaking snake and a fake. That's why. And we're tired of the fakery. We're tired of the weak Boehner's and Paul Ryan's. And we definitely are tired of the Marxist Nancy Pelosi's. And we want a revolution within the GOP. We want a revolution in the House speakership. We want someone that actually represents the majority party, not the uniparty. How about that, Fox News? No, that makes absolutely no sense. Why
1: would they do it? It makes absolutely no sense. I think it's a psychological problem.
0: Every one of these bastards at Fox News would have been on the sideline in 1776 and probably be like, why are they railing against the crown? Um, these guys can't, they can't count straight. They can't play tic-tac-toe. They can't count. You bastards at Fox News can't count straight. It's more than five. They can't accept victory. I and mean, this is a moment where the Freedom Caucus... Took- they can't accept your victory. Oh, I see. The Uniparty. You can't accept victory, whether it's McCarthy or McConnell or Joseph Robinette Jr. or Katie Hobbs or Lula da Silva or... you get You get the picture shut up and just fall in with the establishment program.
1: Could claim victory and conservatives could claim victory. You're going to have, given what, what McConnell's been doing in the Senate, McCarthy
0: is the only hope for conservatism in Washington right now. McCarthy is the only hope for conservatism. If that's the case, why is he so violently opposed by many conservatives? All right, folks, let's end with Matt Gates. Matt Gates breaking this down. By the way, McCarthy still lacks the votes to win the speakership tomorrow. At least eight conservatives claim that the house requires a radical departure of the status quo. It's more than five. It's more than five. For the sake of time, let's just get to Matt Gates breaking it down. Congressman Gates uh we broke it earlier, last evening and then CNN followed about this house freedom caucus call and maybe the, 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 uh, motion to vacate. And it's between five and one. Are we, aren't we really sitting here and we kind of what Steve Cortez alluded to, isn't Matt Gates going to be essentially the de facto speaker of the house. So, so, uh, Steve Cortez, uh, formerly on uh, advisors, president Trump says that, look, if you get McCarthy in, he's going to be powerless, it's Matt Gates. That's really behind the scene. They're going to be the de facto, um, speaker of the house getting things uh done um and 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 working for the true conservative maga america first uh pro trump pro constitution wing of the party which is actually a majority maybe not a 218 majority but a majority nonetheless what's your beef right now you're going to be speaker you've won
4: everything it looks like right across the board are you essentially going to be the de facto speaker of the house right now sir Oh, I'm not tired of winning, Steve. And uh, while well, I've got a, a ton.
0: Or perhaps Matt Gates would be the actual Speaker of the House. But Jim Jordan's name keeps coming up, even out of the mouth of Matt Gates.
4: I respect for my man Cortez. I got to go through his arguments here and, uh, and address them. First, he says McCarthy won. Well, that's like saying that if someone increased earnings, but wildly missed projections, that they have prevailed. And in this case, McCarthy was talking about 20, 30, 40-seat majorities. And the reason we are in such a slim majority is not a function of of just magic or circumstances we couldn't control. Well, part of that was Democrat math. The reason we have a slim majority is a direct result of Kevin McCarthy's poor tactics and bad decision-making specifically in two seats where late primaries and Kevin McCarthy's spending against our candidates resulted in losses that should have been wins.
0: Very important. McCarthy has sabotaged the party when it came to the midterms. That's a great reason why he shouldn't be Speaker of the House.
4: In Washington's 3rd District with Joe Kent, frequently a war room uh, participant, and also Caroline Levitt in New Hampshire where you had these late primaries in August and September for Kevin to have spent millions in the primaries and then hoped that our candidates coalesce resulted in diminished majorities. So that's not winning, that's fumbling the ball at the goal line and then somehow uh, ending up well below proje- projections. Uh the second argument Cortez makes is well McCarthy's moved to the right.
0: Now this is what I talked about yesterday, right? That he supposedly came to the right and he's moving to the right. Well, Matt Gates, who I trust a lot more than pundits or myself, because he's on our side and he is in the middle of D.C. This is how he breaks it down.
4: And then somehow uh, ending up well below proje- projections. Uh, the second argument Cortez makes is, well, McCarthy's moved to the right. And we've certainly observed that puppet show, but it's not real.
0: It's a puppet show and it's not real, Matt Gates says, this move of McCarthy to the right, to MAGA, uh, to giving them control or giving them influence over his uh, work.
4: It's fiction. And if Kevin McCarthy only was responsive to pressure from the right, then that would be appealing.
0: That's what I said yesterday. If it's true that he's got pressure from the right, then OK, that Kevin McCarthy, that might be an argument. You know, I think that's kind of the argument that President Trump is making. But Matt Gaetz doesn't see it
4: that way. The problem is, he isn't. If you look at the entire body of work of Kevin McCarthy, it is a trajectory of slow surrender. And the fact that we've had a few spasms to the right is not indicative of where this guy's going to be. If McCarthy got the gavel, and I don't think he will, the only thing he would be focused on would be growing the majority so he didn't have to deal with firebrands like me.
0: Very interesting. And absolutely correct. I've been saying for the last year on this program that McCarthy's a failure and he only cares about his own power and himself. Look what he did to Madison Cawthorn, who exposed the deviancy and the same shenanigans as the Democrats coming from the deep state and from the establishment Republicans with their cocaine orgies and what have you. And McCarthy, everything he's done has been calculated to have power, not for the voters, not for Americans, just doing what people what, uh, saying, what people want to say, uh, saying what people want to hear for power. And Matt Gates is like, nope, he's disingenuous. He's a liar. He's a he called them, He called it a, a fake fiction puppet show.
4: And he would do anything and violate any commitment in service of that objective. His entire career proves
0: it. His entire proves it that he's all about power. Everything he does is calculated to be in power. And once he got into power, he'd do everything to increase the uh, majority for him so that he would uh, be unopposed. He would do what he did to Ma- Madison Cawthorn in twenty twenty four, the next uh, election. Sink, sabotage, and go after all opposition like Madison Cawthorn, so he can be unopposed.
4: The third point is that Cortez makes is that there's no alternative. Well, here's the thing. The phoenix has to rise from the ashes of McCarthy's camp.
0: Now, this is where I want to end because Matt Gates is disproving everything that we've heard from Lawrence Jones trying to say. Uh, to Newt Gingrich, uh, to Fox News and Friends, that, that there is no one. It's only McCarthy's the only one.
4: Let history be your guide. The last time Kevin McCarthy ran for speaker, he couldn't get there. He dropped out. And someone out of the McCarthy camp, in that case, it was Paul Ryan, emerged as the speaker. Now, the Paul Ryan archetype is not what we're looking for here, but there are people currently supporting Kevin McCarthy, like Jim Jordan, who could be that alternative, who could emerge and I think unite all aspects of the caucus.
0: There we go. Jim Jordan is for Speaker of the House. That's been said more than once on this program from people in the know. And I want to know what you think. Put it down below. Matt Gates had more to say. Perhaps I we will explore that in the next segment. I wanted to keep this somewhere around the 35 minute mark. We are where over that I appreciate you hardcore BCP uh fans and family members for being here uh and exploring this with me live. Folks, uh this is our chance. This is our chance to stop the craziness of the Biden regime over the next couple years until the next election. It's important we have someone fighting for us. McCarthy isn't that guy. Put your thoughts down below and don't forget to check out our other programs as well. Ciao, goodbye. God bless. Oh, and happy new year.